Hey, it's Big Joe for your trusted local independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer, Absolute Comfort. Chris Wedekin is the owner, and he tells us why many homeowners are giving up their air conditioners for a high-efficiency heat pump. By removing your air conditioner and replacing it with a heat pump, you are not only saving by getting a higher-efficiency air conditioner, the heat pump works in reverse and saves you money in the wintertime as well. See if a heat pump is the right move for you by going to absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted local independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer. The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. Stop calling your arms guns. The Hammer and Nigel Show. Second Amendment attorney, licensed firearms instructor, host of the Gun Guy Show here Saturdays on 93 WIBC. Guy Relford live in studio. How are you? Man, I'm great. And thanks as always to our sponsor for Monday Gun Day. That's Premier Arms in Brownsburg with the largest selection of new, used, and historic firearms in the Midwest and uh, PA Jewelers located right in the store. Man, I, I saw it. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you done? No, all good. Um, I, I I saw the Facebook post about one of your clients being exonerated. Somebody tried to break into their house in the middle of the night, and they the husband responded with, with deadly force. Take yeah. us back to the beginning here. Tell us all about it. Yeah, and this is a big deal. It's a big a big deal for, for gun owners generally, and that is that um, this was a civil case uh, because mm. there, was, there was never a criminal prosecution at all because my clients, husband and wife, in Indianapolis, asleep in their own beds, 3 o'clock in the morning, minding their own business, and all of a sudden, somebody's just pounding on their front door, and the, the dog's going crazy, and then uh, my client goes to investigate, and it's somebody putting his, his shoulder into the door and kicking on the door, Boy. and he's screaming incoherent things, and, and my client yells at him and says, man, go away, you know, just go away, and the guy's screaming at him, let me in, let me in, let me in, and he's kicking on the door and putting his full weight into the door. And my client is, 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 is concerned, obviously. At this point, he goes to get his handgun, at which point the, the guy outside goes around to the back of the house and starts pounding on the back door. He tries to get in through the back door, but it's locked, too, by the grace of God. And he's now pounding on the back door, demanding to be let in. My client goes back there and says, man, I've got a gun. Go away. And the guy uh, keeps kicking on the door and at that point breaks the rear window next to the door and 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 my client's standing right there he goes man i've got a gun go away and he goes you're you're gonna have to shoot me b word uh you're gonna have to shoot me at which point my client shoots him and fully justified the guy's trying to gain entry that's why we have a castle doctrine and so uh, even though he wasn't in the house he was actively trying to get into yes, the house and the castle doctrine says very specifically this is part of the indiana self-defense statute and it says you can use reasonable force including deadly force with no duty to retreat if you're either preventing or terminating an unlawful entry into your home that goes on and says more things, but relevant to this case, it says to if you're preventing or terminating an unlawful entry to your home. So, absolutely, clearly justified. He was never prosecuted for a crime. Now, let, now let me guess here. The family of the guy trying to break into the house tried to sue the homeowners. Yes, yes. You're, you're, you are wise beyond your years, even though it's your birthday. Still beyond your thank years. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and, um, and, and and that's exactly what happened. And listen, I've been down this road before, and I've represented some real heroes uh, who still got sued uh, after having been heroic. Uh, but that's why I wrote 
And uh, the legislature passed in 2019 uh, our self-defense immunity law in Indiana, and it says if you're justified in using force to defend yourself or others, then you can't be sued for that. You have complete immunity. And it provides it provides a mechanism. There's a lot of legalese in this. I won't bore our, our audience with that, but it's a way to get a, a lawsuit dismissed early. And then there's a mandatory attorney's fees award, which says that if you get a case dismissed under the immunity statute, the 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 persons who sued you have to pay your legal bills, have to reimburse you. Man, it's sickening how these criminals and the families of criminals often get rewarded. And Nige and I have spent a lot of time talking about how we think it's ridiculous. The family of Dreshawn Reed got a settlement from the city of Indianapolis yeah. because... Basically, from what we were told, the city didn't want to fight, you know, to go to court and fight for what was right. They just paid off the family of a guy who tried to murder one of their officers. And by the way, uh, the statute that I wrote and we passed 2019 would have uh, protected uh, the city and uh, the officer involved, who we all know, and it was actually another client of mine under different circumstances um, in that case. So that's why we wrote the statute. So but, wait a minute, what, what are they? What, what did this the the family sue for? What, what was their well wrongful didn't... death? It's a civil case, and if you if you're the surviving relatives, you can bring a lawsuit and, and, and as the estate of that person and. Claim wrongful death and there are certain damages you can recover uh, for the death but did the uh, lawyer know one. about your do- the your legislation well apparently uh, <laughs> when they filed the lawsuit I, I don't know but i filed an answer and as an affirmative defense as we call it uh, i put in here you can't sue for this we have immunity for this and there's an attorney's fees uh, provision and we're asking for an award of attorney's fees after dismissal then we had to file a separate what's called a motion for summary judgment after some discovery uh, and then we had a, a, a hearing about a, a month ago right down here in marion county at the new justice center and just last week and this is what you saw published on social media Nige, uh, just last week the judge came out and i really applaud this judge, because it takes some cojones to uh, to step up and and follow the law in a situation like this, and, and throw a just throw a case out, right? As opposed to kind of duck the issue and let it go to a jury, which is always kind of a an out for lawyers or excuse me for judges in in, in civil cases. Uh, but here, this judge uh, had uh, all the intestinal fortitude, stepped up and said, "Nope, the law is clear under the new immunity statute. There's immunity here. Uh, this case needs to be dismissed, and uh, we're, I'm going to award." attorney's fees and uh, asked uh, for the defendants to submit their uh, final bill for all their attorney's fees and there's going to be a award of those so these people get their case dismissed and they're going to have to pay my clients back for their lawyer fees but do you think they'll ever actually see any well that's a great question money. and and i don't know uh i don't know because you know they can just declare bankruptcy i don't know if they have any assets those are roads we can go down in the future uh but hey one of the reasons we we filed this is as a disincentive. And and listen, if you're a thug or the family of a thug and, 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 and you've tried to hurt someone or your relative has, uh, and they get hurt or killed in legitimate, justified self-defense, then don't file a civil lawsuit. Don't try to get rich off the fact that you were a criminal. Were they just hoping that the family would say, let's just settle and get this behind yes, us? Yes, absolutely. Because since this happened at a home, there was homeowner's insurance involved. 
and listen, I didn't represent the insurance company. I represented the individual. He hired me. His he and his wife hired me personally. But there was also an insurance company involved, and and I applaud this insurance company because they were willing to say, no, nah, you know what? There's immunity. Let's go forward and not just write a check. That's why we're getting dismissed. Get the, get the lawsuit dismissed, and uh, also getting our attorneys' fees back. So this is great, and I want to publicize it as much as possible because I want the plaintiffs' lawyers out there to get the word to go, this is a really dumb lawsuit to file. Now, look, if there's questionable circumstances, if it's just, you know, if it's, it's you know, a bad guy on bad guy violence and one guy just happens to claim self-defense or whatever other different circumstances, then, hey, take your best shot. But in this, in this situation, guy home alone in, in bed with his wife, sleeping, yeah. minding his own business, and some dude tries to break into his house. Now, could he have just been drunk? And I, I actually think this was just a drunk guy who was at the wrong house, but he trying to break in. That's happened to my house years yeah. ago. Same See? thing did it. Yeah, that's right. Didn't something similar happen to you? I had a guy that uh, was fresh off beating his girlfriend and decided to run through the neighborhood, methed out of his mind, drugged out of his mind. You could smell the booze. You know, he starts banging on the front door. This was before I had a fire firearm. So, you know, I kind of look outside and it's this dude and it's like, I don't know you go away. So he runs around, hops my privacy fence, goes to the backyard, tries to break down the back door. This is the same scenario. This yeah. is identical. And then he runs back around to the front. I open the front and he tries to come in and I shove him to the ground, shove him outside, call the authorities and they arrest this guy. He had a knife on him. He was bloody. He was just completely whacked out of his mind. That, see, same scenario. And I think the message is all also should be sent to criminals yeah. that well, yeah. decide they want to do a break-in at 3 o'clock in the morning. Whether this guy in particular in this case was whacked out of his mind or not, criminals in general should probably understand and know that there is... <laughs> this is Indiana. We still got gun law. We still got we got a lot of guns in Indiana. Well, right. yeah. I mean, we got people trying to take away those gun rights in this well, state. Well, that's right. I mean, who's, but, your, uh, who's who's your guy's favorite sheriff? Oh, Grady Judd. Grady Judd, right in Florida. <laughs> and and what our Gr citizens have guns. I encourage them to use guns. They know how to use guns. <laughs> and you try to break into our house in our county, we will shoot you graveyard dead. Graveyard dead. And listen, I don't. I'm not in all seriousness. Um, and I do chuckle over his quotes. Uh, I don't take lightly. And anybody who knows me anybody who listens to me on the radio knows I don't take lightly the death of anyone and 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 it's tragic that someone lost their life here but where should the consequences of his actions lie where should the responsibility lie it's not with a homeowner and his wife who are asleep in their bed in the middle of the night minding their own business when someone tries to break down their door this is our home this is this is where we live and indiana law allows you to use force including deadly force to prevent an unauthorized unlawful entry into your home and that's the way the law works. And the new self-defense immunity statute, again, that I wrote and we passed 2019, proved its worth. In this case, we've got that case thrown out. And my clients are going to get their attorney's fees back. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta. And check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. 
It is Monday, Gun Day. Guy Relford joining us here, 2A attorney and host of the Gun Guy Show every Saturday here at 93 WIBC. So I see a lot of commercials on television, Guy, where Jefferson Shreve is Johnny Tough Guy. Where was Joe Hawkset during the riots? Granted, he gets the name of this radio station wrong. They call it WBIC (laughs) instead of WIBC, which just goes to show the attention level that these nerds running his campaign have. But at the same time, these commercials are on this radio station and TV. He's sending out mailers that still reminds everybody he's all in on the gun grab. Yeah, it's really true. And what's fascinating to me is that, you know, we had poll numbers finally come out on this. And, you know, we're right at a month before the election. And what was noteworthy to me is not that Joe Hoxett has a 10-point lead over Jefferson Shreve. Um, that's about where you'd expect it, given the unpopularity of Joe Hoxett, but given the amount of Democrat voters that we have here in Marion County. What was interesting to me that it was 47 to 37. I mean, those are just really low numbers for both of them. And I heard one of the analysts come out, and this is one of Abdul, uh, somebody else came out and said, both candidates are underperforming in terms of the numbers you'd expect to be getting from them. And, and I heard that, and I went, well, you bet. It's so many people saying, neither of these candidates deserve my vote. Neither of them do. Boy, I, and ahead. I just saw the commercial. Did the commercial really? just came on. The TV commercial now has it corrected. It says okay. WIBC. <laughs> oh, is that right? But the mailer still says WBIC. I, guy, That's I, I think Sharif, and I don't, I don't know him. I bet he's a nice guy. Um, I think in different circumstances, different people he surrounded himself with, it could have done better. But I 100%. think he really got spooked by yeah. Joe Hogsett's attack ad saying he's at number one with the NRA. Oh, rated. yeah. Like it's yeah. some sort of bad thing that people that he's trying to, like his constituents are going to say, wait, the NRA likes him? I mean, he really got spooked by that, didn't well, he? Well, I think you're exactly right. And and that's the ad I'm still seeing from Hogsett. For instance, yes. I think it was on during the Colts game yesterday. Uh, yes. Well, said, what the hell else is Hogsett going to run on? Right. Because there's no wins. Yeah, there you're exactly. There's no, look what I accomplished. But when I say, you know, Jefferson Street has an A rating from the NRA, and then they show some supporter of his with a with a, with a gun in his, in his waistband, waistband. Yeah, at, yeah, I don't know, some kind of a press or a news conference. And, aha. Well, know. that was over by Decatur Central. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Well, and, 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 and so you're Right, so so I think he got spooked by that, you know, and this this mind trust of his is just uh, Mark Lubbers, who's his chief strategist, who got um, Senator Luger, uh, you know, uh, out of the Senate by uh, convincing him that he should uh, support an assault weapon ban. He lost with Luger in Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> who decides that's After the guy you want to hitch your wagon to? Exactly. He it's cl- like savvy. Like imagine the year is 1992, and you're like. I really want to have Michael Jordan on my basketball team, and then you guys finish in last. Yeah. Like, it's hard to lose with Luger in Indiana unless you turn him into a gun grabber. Well, that's exactly right. And then, so whatever uh, Shreve's thinking was, he hired the exact same dude to be his chief strategist. Now all of a sudden, he now he's getting his butt kicked. But you know, I saw those numbers, thirty-seven to forty-seven. You know, neither one have fifty percent. I think that's fascinating, uh, even with a ten-point lead between the two. And I think that's a, a lot of people are just going to pass this one by and say neither of these people are. With my vote, not fill in that on their ballot, even they may vote for city county council or something else. And I think a lot of people are going to write in candidates, assuming that's still technologically feasible with an electronic balloting system. I think you're going to see, uh, like Abdul, 
get a lot of write-in votes. People are talking about writing in me, even though I'm totally ineligible, you know, to be mayor <laughs> in Marion County. I don't, I don't live in Marion oh, County. Oh, you live in a gated community in Zionsville, yeah. according to some yeah. people, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, which is also false, but I do live in <laughs> I do live in Boone County in Zionsville. And so, you know, people are talking about writing in me just as a, you know, blank you to Jefferson Shreve to say right. it's your gun control policies that are preventing me from voting for you. And I think Nigel makes a great point. Like, because people are giving me crap. I can't believe what you're saying about Jefferson Shreve. You want Hawkset to win. Jefferson Shreve might be a nice guy, and I have nothing personally against him. He's getting bad advice, and he's listening to losers. And Abdul today, not me, not Rob, not you, Nige, Abdul even said he needs to fire that staff. That staff of his is going to be the reason why he does not win a very winnable race in Marion County. Totally, absolutely correct. What what he finally woke up, and, and now he's running an ad saying, where was Joe Hogsett during the riots? He finally should, woke up to that should issue. should have been running that to begin with. He should have been running right that to begin with. Joe Hogsett's record on crime and on prosecuting dangerous criminals and keeping them in jail, that's where he should have been. And instead, he decides to come out and just copy Joe Hogsett on gun control and and alienate his entire Republican base. And that's why so many people are just going to sit this one out. And to your point, I'm getting the same crap from people saying, oh, you're just, you know, the Hogsett campaign must be paying you. I'm sorry. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Have you ever heard me talk about Joe Hogsett on the radio? (laughs) Have you ever heard you guys talk about Joe Hogsett? I mean, come on. On. But but the point is that I want to send the message that the way to, to win uh, any race in Marion County as a Republican is not to turn your back on the Second Amendment Bingo. and not to alienate your base. And I want to send that message to Jefferson Shreve. And if he li- loses by epic proportions, I'm totally okay with that because he was going to lose anyway because he totally screwed up his campaign. Now I want him to lose big. So we send him the message this was the wrong strategy and you had the wrong people around you. And it can't just be a message to Jefferson Shreve. Right. He may be the sacrificial lamb. It has to be a message to the Marion County Republicans. Yes. It has to be a message to the state of Indiana Republicans. Stop giving us people like Holcomb. Stop giving us people like Jefferson Shreve. There's enough support for real Republicans. That's the most important point in this whole discussion. I'm so glad you said it. You're going to be at a night with WIBC, right? Oh, man. I, I always look forward to it. Uh, the crowd's always excited. It's great to have the meet and greet beforehand. You yeah. and Matt Baer get the biggest pop from the crowd, oh, by yeah. the way. It's not well, even close. Well, because we don't spend all day and night on the stage. That's why we only, we only come out for, you know... For, you don't for, give the audience a chance to hate you like Nigel <laughs> and I do. <laughs> you know what? Uh, the audience always reacts, and it always means a lot to me. I always get a little misty when, when people react. So, no, I can't can't wait. It's going to be a great night. Where can we follow you? Uh, at Guy Relford on Twitter, or X, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> at, at, at Guy Relford. Got a little Harry Doyle right there. <laughs> Post-game show brought to you by... Ah, uh, hell, I can't find yeah, it. Hell. The hell? (laughs) It's the Hammer and Nigel show.